And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're, we're back again this week talking about episode 498, exactly as planned. Let's, oh boy, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to tackle this episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, just real quick to get into it, I feel like we should do this for the audience's sake. It cuts a ton in this episode from scene to scene, and we'll do our best. Uh, I don't know if we're going to cover every cut. Yeah, so I have it broken down to be 32 cuts. Okay. Um, That is not the official yeah. thing, because I counted, like cuts within scenes like all the flashback stuff yeah. i don't think they odyssey counts as scene breaks but yeah. i do it doesn't matter there's we'll get in yeah it. there there's a, a 30 so i've got 32 cuts in 24 minutes yeah yeah and this is a surprisingly long outro yeah oh well um do you want to roll the promo sure Seems like the place to start Sure, that, that is that is typically how we start this thing. On the next Adventures in Odyssey... Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, it's my intention to demonstrate how the very same evidence they put forward to show Mr. Riley's guilt will also prove that Mr. Riley's actions were the result of temporary insanity. Unless someone else set the tower to explode and then they ran. Discover the truth on the next Adventures in Odyssey... That was pretty good. Yeah, they finally decided to not have what's his name run wild. Yeah, that was much less jokey. Yeah, it was. It was very similar to the ones that we got during like Plan B. Yeah, yeah. Where it's super like electric guitar. Yeah, We're yeah. playing clips from the episode. He just says a couple words at the beginning, a couple words at the end. Yeah, and then we get like I I, I kind of get I really like the kind of like legal drama vibe oh yeah got from like the intro is interesting i i also like like i don't know if they're intentionally setting up but like they have the they have the lawyer giving his opening statement and then they have wit saying like unless someone else burned down the tower and i don't know if they're trying to make it sound like it's happening together but you can in the wit scene hear the sounds of outdoors yeah yeah but i i don't think it matters it's no i don't think it's a trailer we got it, and it doesn't give away too much, so yeah, it's better it than most trailers. Um, yeah. Other other bit of, like, kind of housekeeping things um, is, one, this, uh, according to the official guide, up until the point that this was published, this episode has the most actors of any episode. Interesting. At the most different 20, actors. At 23. Interesting. 23 different actors. So. That's crazy. But I mean, I guess yeah. that makes sense. Like, it's all hands on deck to try and close this thing out. So yeah, and you're pulling people from all over the place. So. Well, and different stuff like with the flashbacks. Like, yep, it's a pretty expansive cast, so that makes oh, sense. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah. not a lot of jokey characters that you can just have like you know somebody do the sound for. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, it starts with Aubrey praying. It yeah. cuts in kind of where the last episode was leaving off, like that theme of interjection um from the court situation with prayer um which is really cool 
I think it works better in a radio show than it would in like a you know a TV show or anything like that. Right. Like absolutely. You know, you get the whole device of like a split panel or whatever, but I really think that the jumpiness in a TV show would be kind of rough. Yeah, it is too much cutting. If you had this many cuts in a you know half hour episode of television, it yeah. would not work. Yeah, you couldn't edit it. Like together. you can't you can't make cuts that are you know multiple times a minute yeah exactly it's ridiculous yeah um yeah so and and this is really nice because aubrey kind of starts off like really hesitant and praying and she's like oh hi god and whatever and then kind of by the end of it she's coming into herself like she's speaking with confidence and she's like praying almost you know maturely i would say like yeah yeah it it's probably not worth mentioning, but like, I, it's nice to see her character arc kind of building to this point of, you know, now she's a Christian. Now she, now she talks to God, and you know, it's awkward at first, but she's finding her feet. And you know, I don't think we hear much from her for the rest of the show. So, yeah, this um, is, unless we hear next episode, I don't know. Right, but this um, is this is her last in this yeah, episode, which is nice. Yeah, and we get like a nice convention of I, I we're probably a day after the previous one my guess is something um, like that but we get we get a good um a good feel for uh just kind of recapping stuff yeah so exactly she, she prays for cal who's unconscious yeah and you know tom in the court case it's a really good device right and it's it's a good way of setting it up i not to get stupid and nitpicky, but the whole like concurrent timelines all throughout this episode and uh, is gonna be bad, right? Yeah, there's and, no. I mean, I and don't... so like even just going with the this is happening on a weekday during the school year as previously established. Yeah, and she is skipping school, which she's not gonna do anymore because she's yeah. a christian now she's uh, although actually she's being homeschooled again yeah isn't so she? that actually yeah that might not be one of the timeline flaws hey there I you take go it back her parents pulled her out of public school so she could pray more yeah thanks mom and dad resident homeschooler speaking here yeah. definitely did not take advantage of that time <laughs> i worked and played video games <laughs> um so basically then we cut to the defense in court basically the last episode ended yeah. with the prosecution ending Yep. And now we've got our, uh, we've got our yeah, our Mr. Frazier in his defense. And basically, he's just kind of stating his thesis, which is like, so Tom did this, but it was as a result of insanity, and this insanity was brought on by Novacom's conspiracy, and he yeah. literally says conspiracy like four times in one <laughs> sentence. It's like, wow, all right, yep. I guess you're driving a point home, whatever. <laughs> And yeah. and then it just cuts again. So yep. it cuts to Alex and Wit at the base of the tower. Yeah, and so Alex asks, or yeah, they're at, they're at the they're at Tom's farm, mm-hmm. and Alex asks Wit like, oh, like why aren't you here? Didn't you have to be yeah. in court? And he's like, well, they didn't think I'd be a credible witness. How does uh, that even? Is it all aren't all witnesses like almost equally credible because they're sworn under oath? Sure, but you're you're trying to sell it to a jury. Mm. Um, okay. So you want people who are perceived from the jury as being unbiased. 
That makes sense. So and he Witten. brings up the yeah the fact that Wit's outright against Novacom yeah. and super close with Tom. The the funny thing is that they don't establish why Alex is there. Yeah, Alex is just chilling there. <laughs> Alex is like, oh Wit, why are you here? And apparently his parents <laughs> dropped him off again, or he walked, or whatever, <laughs> or biked. But yeah, but yeah, he's also presumably during his school day. Yo, he's just he's just maxing, relaxing, like I don't know, <laughs> just watching up at Tom's farm. Yeah, and like I don't know what he's hoping. Like a literal bomb exploded there, and all and like injured one of his. His one and injured one of his close friends, his yeah. cousin. Yeah. And his parents are just like, oh, yeah. Sure. We can go back. <laughs> Two days later or whatever. On a school date. <laughs> skip class and go hang out up there. Maybe Whit will drop by. Yeah. Maybe. 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 <laughs> You'll be chaperoned. He's at the Timothy Center. Kind of. Not really. <laughs> yeah. It's like saying I'm under the government's eyes if I'm on state game wardens <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. There, there's a game warden somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. They've got cameras. Kind of. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, you got something? For the sake of this congruency, I would say, I always, like, in my head, this was like a Saturday. Okay. But maybe that's not. not. But, well, court case, buddy. Yeah, it was a court case. Do the court cases not happen on Saturday? Weekdays. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh. Maybe some stuff happens on weekends, but... Like a trial for brainwashing an entire town. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I think okay. it's gonna be weekdays. Yeah. So Alex, just you get skips paid school. leave cool. if you're on the jury. Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. fair. Um. Yeah. So they then they cut back to the defense and Mr. Yep. Dwight, which is Jared's dad, who we yeah. get in the strange boy in a strange land. Right. Is telling basically the story that we found out there, which was. He was working for Andromeda or Novacom, and then Andromeda. Yeah, and then he kind of figured out some of the stuff that they were doing, and then he told the FBI, and they just kind of snatched him up and threw him in the witness protection program. Yep. Um, there, yeah, the two that you, your confusion with Novacom and Andromeda, totally understandable. Throughout this whole, they're used pretty trial, much. In this, they are used interchangeably. Yeah, yeah. like because there's a lot of talk about like novacom's plan to take over the world yeah and also andromeda board meetings yeah well novacom <laughs> is andromeda's brand pretty much of of, of what i understand like yeah i mean they're a subsidiary but yeah but they're maybe the main subsidiary i i'm not entirely yeah. sure um and so he he says that th- this whole money laundering thing and they're directing funds to illegally take over radio stations around the world. Yep. Is that illegal? If you're directing funds? That's what I was like. Are they directing funds to hire hitmen to take over these things? Yeah. Or are they Are they just, just like buying them? them out? Because that's not illegal. I mean the if you're moving funds in a way that's like like that could be yeah, illegal it could but, just be one of those things where it's like hey i'll give you like a hundred thousand dollars if you just go stand in that corner and don't say anything about what i'm broadcasting like and then that way they don't have to you know pay property tax or whatever yeah i don't know yeah it's 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 i weird. suppose there could be something like that but that doesn't seem very illegal yeah 
It's um, weird, but I like the tie-in. Yeah, of uh, course. Well, because then that. we we didn't cover the episode, but there was a tower in where was Costa Rica, Guatemala, Nicaragua, wherever the uh, heck Jason was. Guatemala sounded the most correct out of those, but I don't know who that's that it from... either. Yeah, Guatemala. I'm pretty sure because that it's also where the Eugene's package was sent to yep. and then forwarded yep. from. But the whole dumb thing with it's. No. Yeah. The answer the is no. board sending the We're wrong moving. place. And yeah, it doesn't. Moving matter. on. Um, we cut to Connie praying, right? Yeah, just um, for like a real hot sec. She yeah. says like two lines and then we cut again. And is that her only time talking this episode? I'm pretty sure it is because she's referenced yeah. to later, but that is all. Yes. Thank goodness we had that. Uh, yeah. Connie, still alive. And then it cuts back to Wit and Alex. Um, and Wit is kind of like, all right, Alex, like. Let me tell you what actually happened, or tell me what actually happened. Yeah, or, or like, just recount all the events. Let's see yeah. if the police and FBI who assumedly interviewed you missed anything. Yeah, like a man running away. And then Tom and showing, showing up next up. to you. Yeah. Those and things seem at odds with each other, and the FBI didn't notice that. They didn't pick up on that. <laughs> no, well, and, and, and that's kind of what Wood says. He's like, well, why would... Why would Tom run away and then run back? Yep. If he had set it to explode. Yep. And so they're like, hmm, let's go look around. Yep. And then we cut again. We are yeah. five minutes in. And we've cut five six times. Six, six, six is, times, technically. Yeah. But. And to Monica Stone testifying, right? Yep. Which is cool. Yeah. And they kind of preface it by saying, like, she's taking a big risk by being yeah. here. She's incriminating herself in this, which is like... Yeah. Really cool character arc ending with her being like, screw you, Novacom. Like, ah, Novacom. Sorry. Um, yeah. I, and go for it. I kind of, it, it, it hit me with her and more than anyone, I think. But I kind of, I would be interested to hear the cross-examination for a lot of these people. Yeah. Like, I want to hear, I want to hear what then the the prosecuting attorney is saying to you know poke holes in monica's stuff because it's basically exactly. just presented as all this stuff it's perfect and i guess the prosecuting attorney is not actually novacom no because this is not a case against novacom it's just it's, harnell <laughs> it's well, right, right it's just harnell but it's it's just the state yeah yeah um which brings me to another point None of this stuff is relevant. Like, I get that it's relevant under the guise of we are trying to paint a picture of well, why don't they Tom bring that went up crazy. Later? They do bring it up. Lampshading it does not help. Yeah. Just being like, oh, hey, uh, this seems, you know, this seems irrelevant. irrelevant. And then the judge is like, nah, you can go on. It It doesn't help the matter that, like, this is entirely tangential. Yeah, so much of this stuff is super helpful for us as the audience. It's obviously what they want to communicate out to yeah. the rest of Odyssey and the world. Yeah. But it is not... Well, they're trying to shed light to a conspiracy theory without it actually being attached to the court case. <laughs> right. Uh, and there, there's maybe a little bit of insight from, uh, from, from the good book. Yeah. Uh, the official guide, which... Which brings up that they didn't want 
to go with like the classic villain explains their plans yeah. for Novacom, which good props. So they decided to use the trial to show, you know, all this information publicly. Uh, it's loosely based on a movie called Conspiracy that came out in 2001, hmm. which is about um, the re- about the Nazis' plans during World War II being revealed during court cases. Yo. The weird thing with that is that it's 2001. Yeah. And this is airing ab- in 2002. Yeah. And it's being recorded before that. Yes. Yes. This is like right after. It's like, <laughs> so there. Paul McCusker sits down and like, yo, I saw this great movie about Nazis the other day. Right. He's like, literally, like he's like, so last night I watched this movie and I know how we're going to end this series. Yeah. <laughs> Scrap everything. <laughs> we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, and it's like. He must have done that. He must have, like, did they just not have an ending in mind? Or was there just something I don't know. I I mean, this isn't bad, all things considered. Like, I do enjoy it as far as an ending is concerned. Um, Yeah. And it's it's good. Yeah. Like, it is, like, a really good device. It just breaks down a little bit when you're like, wait, wait, we're talking about Novacom's money laundering and taking over radio stations to explain why Tom... Tom destroy a tower right yeah maybe whatever um so basically during monica stone's um test testification nope test test testimony that's the word (laughs) (laughs) i like testification though (laughs) it sounds bad and uh basically she kind of explains how she um tapped eugene's phone she went to alaska to follow the package that eugene sent and then she brings up Mr. Charles by saying, like, I brought it back to Mr. Charles. We use this technology to make the box. Um, and she does kind of, uh, I don't know, maybe it wasn't intentional, but she, it's, you do kind of get the hint of, like, wow, this all happened, like, really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then then it cuts back to Alex and Wit. <laughs> yep. And they're at a fire ring. And right. they're, like, because they were looking around and, like, it's still warm or something like that. One of those classic, like the footprints are still fresh situations. Yeah. And this is, this is the ring that Tom and Agnes saw when they were out hiking and then decided to ignore. That's interesting. I actually didn't Um, make that connection. Yeah. Thanks. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) And then they see a blanket and Whit recognizes it as As one of the ones that they have at the cabins at the Timothy center. Of course he knows. Yeah. Because he's Maybe Sherlock he Holmes. Yeah. And he does have the mustache for it. <laughs> but he definitely doesn't smoke. No. Yep. And then it cuts to Jack praying. Yeah. Because that's happening, which is really yep. nice. Um, it's nice to hear from Jack. Yeah. It's interesting because they're not cutting back and forth consistent, consistently from like, you know, courtroom to prayer, courtroom to prayer. Right. It's like courtroom to wit to courtroom to wit to prayer to courtroom. Right. Um, yeah, it's all it's all over whatever. the place. And um, then yeah, and the the one thing I like about Jack's prayer here is just him, you know, being thankful that Mitch is alive. Yeah, he does kind He's of like, like such a good... Mitch is actually alive. Yeah, which I just yeah, which is a great. nice subtle because, transition, and then it trans- transitions yeah. to the courtroom. Because we've also we've established previously that Jack and Joanne know Mitch. Yeah, they and were they get they get along. Didn't they help yeah. set up? Mitch and Connie. Mitch and Connie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because... And um, Eugene and Katrina, didn't they? 
didn't maybe? they? Yeah. Probably. Yes, yes, yes. I'm 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 going to say with confidence even though I don't actually know that they did. Okay. Cuz there was something Always state stuff with confidence. Yo. Katrina, didn't she work at the antique show or the antique store? I honestly don't know. This is one of that, the episodes that I have. Oh, see that that period like the beginnings of that Eugene. That has the Falls episode that album does. Oh, see, I, I know that because I have the Christmas Classics album. Ah. But the stuff I'm maybe least familiar with in Odyssey is a lot of that, like, early Eugene and Katrina relationship. Yo, they're a going lot to of a game the, like, show. Yeah, you didn't I've, know that? No. Oh, my gosh. I, I also, I maybe have only listened to the road trip with Bernard and Eugene, like, once. Like Okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I've that, only listened that to that kind of stuff is. Maybe twice. Maybe. Yeah is a little bit more i'd be interested in doing a eugene and katrina arc yeah i don't know i mean i don't know if you could actually do that because they're kind of side characters like their relationship is a lot more is less a plot than mitch and connie's right but uh i like their relationship a lot and and those early episodes are good yeah i'd be interested and i yeah there that's uh that's ongoing right i was gonna say that that one's ongoing like there's assumedly still stuff um and then so yeah so we cut to the defense and mitch is testifying uh he's talking about what he was doing as arum and uh basically think tank project think tank is mind control and then it's kind of alluded that duncan mathis who is the guy in the wheelchair who is also monica stone's brother has already testified yeah which i like so they know that um that these effects don't last um and then he brings up the board meeting minutes, which is like the Grizzly Chips, the Bird Houses, the Fizzy Cola, yep. and then was it Claremont, and then um, and then the launch date. The yeah, idea of that comes yeah. Up as well. There's there's a jump back to talk about to talk to. There's a um, is it Doctor McKinley? I yeah, guess it's a flashback, is, right? Yeah, is is a there's a flashback where yeah. he's talking about that stuff, and then they like vote for the that kind of ends with them voting for the mind control my only weird note about dr mckinley is that he sounds exactly like kevin colburn yeah exactly <laughs> like kevin colburn i honestly thought that he was in the scene yeah i was like he works for novacom that makes sense it was it was weird um and then and then we kind of we jump out of the flashback and mitch is like well we have the the important thing that it's ended with from the flashback is Mr. Shanks voted no. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, that's, that's what you're literally gonna, oh, what I was right going to say. Is, okay. is we jump out of that flashback and Mitch states that oh, Armitage voted against mind control and paid with his life. Yee. So... They're really milking that one death in Odyssey thing. <laughs> yeah. Are we... Are we supposed to believe that... That was the first mention of mind control to the board. Uh I mean, I wouldn't and be that surprised. It was just like Charles just kept this under wraps. My guess and is, then yeah. this is him bringing it to the board. But then also, like, who are these other board members where Armitage is the only one who votes against it? Yeah. Like, they had one, one white knight, one yeah, somewhat sane person who's like. Maybe we shouldn't like I don't know risk man. imprisonment to try and enslave the human race. What about uh what about all that sweet, sweet money that we're making? Yeah. Yeah. Rich and people be crazy. Fear. 
It's true. It's true. If we, if, I want that as a bumper sticker. <laughs> Crazy rich, rich people. Um, that is a movie title almost. Yes. Yes. It is. Yeah. So then we cut to Alex and Wit at the yeah. cabin, and we have a really weird like inside cabin voice that sounds almost digitized. Yeah. It. My initial thought was someone has a bug in the cabin and they're listening to it Yeah, because it's the same sound of like when Charles and Monica are listening, listening in, in on Wit's conversations. Exactly. And I get like, it's an old cabin or whatever and right. it's probably big it's, and whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's just an echoey cabin. But it's, but it sounds a lot like they're talking through one of those like voice hiders. Yeah. And they, so of course though they're going through all these cabins who knows how many tom has and the last one they open up yeah is the one that has that, arthur dent in it yeah well dent walks into it afterwards they find his stuff yeah and then he walks in notices them and is like i, I saved, saved the, the world, world. <laughs> his voice acting is so good in this episode yep he i don't know who who does his voice acting do we know oh uh, sure i know. don't know offhand christopher snell oh he's that's a, right he's real good he is real. he good. does a really good job um yeah and then then it cuts back right yeah it cuts well, back. yeah this is this is the only commercial break in the episode really where we go because it does the fade out music right. and then the fade and the fade back in music um hmm. at that point and that's like less than 10 minutes into the episode it's like nine and a half minutes in yeah. we've had 13 scenes and now it's commercial break time yeah i don't i don't i mean i guess that this is like how they're doing it to try and wrap it all up and like quickly yeah it feels like a marathon though i know i kept checking i was like how is there eight minutes left in this episode stuff has so much stuff has already happened um and i think it's because so much of the dialogue is directly expositional because it's in a court case like there is no minced words there's no like characters getting from one place to the next like that's kind of three storylines that are happening all at once and they're all speaking incredibly directly to expose it right um and it's all like these episodes are all exposition yeah it's all completely plot like like we maybe get a little bit of like some emotional moments and stuff real late in the episode yeah well and 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 the prayer is like kind of whatever but i think it was better last episode when there was a lot more emotion involved, whereas this episode, it, there's not much there. No. And so it's just kind of like... We're moving at 100 miles an hour. We're just trying still, to hit bullet points. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of bullet points, uh, yeah, and so basically it cuts to the defense, and then... Um, this is where the prosecuting attorney finally jumps in and throws out an objection. Yeah. The judge overrules. Yep. And then Mitch is still testifying. Yeah, and he says, well, this is when he drops the episode title. He goes, yep. everything that Novacom did went exactly as planned. Like, even yeah. uh, Wit buying Wit's End, like, or the second shop. Yeah, this this is where my notes just say, roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then we flashback, oh, and it's just, like, fans. the board of Andromeda gloating yep. about, yeah, exactly. about all this distraction they're throwing at Wit. Yep. Which then, I guess sets up that mary was in on things from the beginning i guess or, she must have been which is cool whatever yeah fine i don't Mo- understand on. her as a they're, character they like, are 
yeah, they're just nailing it and being like, and yeah, we did all these great things. We're keeping him busy with the thing in Connellsville. We stole the plans from the thing in Connellsville. Yeah. It's great. We're getting... They, Maybe she what's was the a other, puppet they, as they, well. They bring, as as they bring up was. another thing that they're using to distract him. Or... Um, I don't know. It's just... It's, all the Eugene stuff, maybe? Yeah, I forget. I forget. They're, they're talking about other stuff that's, like, leaving him preoccupied. Yeah. I think more than just the store, but they're... Yeah. Yeah, and then they um, kind Truly of... evil. The science comes up, and they're kind of like, hey, these effects don't last. And he's like, I don't care. As soon as the, you know, as soon as we hit our launch date, we won't need boxes. Right. And then it cuts away. Yep. So after Mitch, after Mitch has this like brief interjection, we jump back into another flashback. Um, And this is, they're talking about, um, it's the board again. And they're talking about how the, how they learned a lot from their mistakes in Odenton. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which you just said that everything is gone exactly Exactly as as planned. planned. And now you're talking about mistakes. (laughs) Which is it? Like, those are different things. I Did you say plan the, for mistakes? Well, the Odenton bug was a little bit earlier on. And so basically, the Odenton bug was them trying to apply the technology while it was broken straight from without the boxes. Right, and with, with only some of Eugene's research. Yeah, and then so then they had Black Veil, like with Veil Industries, which was with um, boxes and no... Um, no imagination station right yeah so so they bring up that the um imagination station is the hardware eugene's research is the software yeah sure whatever because the Um, what i mean how 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 is like what is so special about the imagination station and clearly it's not like the imagination station is a machine that you step inside and this black box sits on top of a television yeah what kind of heart and eugene's research is not software i mean i guess there was some code because of the whole math is being able to move a mouse yeah but whatever also it's weird that here in a board meeting with andromeda they just straight up refer to it as eugene's research well i mean maybe the connection with armitage that'd be the only one sure who who's who's dead at this point that is also true yeah but it's weird to be like we know this man on a first name basis right 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 like we're just referring to this guy casually is he a doctor no there's no way no i I think they actually do say eugene meltzner's research yeah but regardless it's, and he's referred like, to as Meltzner uh, several other times. Yeah. It, it makes sense for Wit and Odyssey people to call it Eugene's research. It's weird for these people to do it. Yeah. Say, like, the, you know, Campbell County Community University study of... of <laughs> Conservatory. <laughs> right. Or just say, you know, the brainwave study. Like, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Just... It just struck me as odd for these people to be, like, mentioning Eugene. And then they also hit on the fact that they're now sending the signal from the tower, not from the boxes. Yep. Yeah, they don't need the boxes anymore. They don't need the helmets anymore. Yep. It's all just, it's all coming from, it's all coming from satellites that they have. Yeah, not from satellites, specifically from the tower. Yeah, yeah, it's coming from the tower. Because this is this is where we're like, oh, hey, we blew up the tower, so plan solved. 
No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but it went exactly as planned. Um, and so, yeah, and so Mitch says that Tom's jumping back to that the court yeah. itself. Mitch brings up that Tom's reaction is reasonable in his opinion because the, of the effects the effects reversing and the fact yeah. that Novacom knew that. Exactly. Um and then Wit's information comes to light in the court recesses. Yep. And so basically it breaks and then um whispering really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, the whispering <laughs> it was like, it's like okay, somebody like I don't know. Um and so then they break and then they kind of go into like a back room, I guess, and well Wit brings Arthur Dent Arthur right away is like, I blew up the tower. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, and he's like, yo, you know, this is kind of wits like White Knight, you know, Gandalf coming in and then the Battle of Helm's Deep. Like, I have all of the evidence and I know exactly what happened because I'm John Avery Whitaker and I can do that. Yeah, um, and he is and he can. And then it cuts to a news report. Um, right. And we get a right. <laughs> Patty LeBlue, yep. which... Okay, that's a name. Yeah, and uh, and Melvin Stewart. Exactly. So this is this is the um, the news report covering the yeah. protest. Oh, there is there is a quick Jack prank for Novacom thing. Oh, I in, must have missed in that. between. It's Tom gets acquitted, um, and then we jump to. Oh yeah, I completely missed that, Tom getting acquitted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Basically, it goes back to court. Yeah, there is there's another thing while they're in that chamber. Go for it. That is, they're all having this conversation, and then they queue up Dent to chime in. Yeah. But everyone else in the room acts as though they didn't know Dent was there, when they are literally in the judge's chambers. Yes. This is a tiny room. Everyone in there is, like, super approved, and they're just, like, going on having their conversation. And then then Wit's like... Mr. Dent, and all of a sudden he speaks, and everyone's like, oh. Arthur Dent, like, <laughs> what are you doing here? Right. I it's thought you like, were just a crazy man. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was unrecognizable. I don't know. But... Yeah. Also, the judge sounds like Monica. Yep. But is not played nope. by the same actress. By no means. Just a weird thing. It... So Jack prays for Novacom, which is great. Yeah. Him so just good. being like, yeah, praying for the enemy, and which is, yeah, I liked it a lot. It's very uh... nuanced. Good, good for you, folks on the family. Yeah, let's do more of that. Yeah, a little bit less God's smiting our enemies bit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, and then, then it cuts to to the said news report uh, with uh, correspondent Patty Leblu, and it's yep. a it's a protest at the Novacom building, or is it outside the court building? I, I, was, I think I it's outside the court building. Yeah, but then they like enough. allude to it later that they're going to go to Novacom or something like that. Yeah. And they, we get some like fake testimonials. She she they they talk about starting a bonfire with Nova boxes. How you gonna burn them? You just hate the environment. Yeah, that's fair. Whatever. Um, I guess it's the classic like book burning town. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Angry mob pitchforks whatever. And then you do get you do get a great a great testimonial yeah. where the guy's talking about his daughter yeah. who was like using the nova box for math and now she hardly knows how to act two, two plus two, two. i right, goes uh we should destroy nova cop destroy nova cop destroy nova cop and then people start chanting because they're <laughs> angry mob and this is frankenstein yep um 
And uh, I'm, I'm getting some very, like, actually Beauty and the Beast vibes with, like, kill the oh, beast. Kill yeah. the beast. Um, and then it cuts, it cuts to the FBI showing up at the Novacom building after, um, after Mr. Charles is kind of like, oh, things are going bad. Hold my calls. And he's like, how long should I hold them? He's like, indefinitely. And he's oh, like, yeah. where are you going? I'm going out the back door. <laughs> this, is, you... this is Thomas the secretary. Exactly. Everyone's favorite male secretary in honesty. So great. Real big fan. You're breaking breaking uh, gender rules one, one episode at a time. And he gets abandoned by Mr. Charles. And then the FBI storms in. And Jason and Mitch kind of come in and they're like superhero mode. Like, um, Mr. Borland. Jason. Jason Borland. What's his name? What, what's his first name? Robert about? Borland? Nope. No, Peter. That's Robert Mitchell. Peter Borland. Yep, that's it. I'm wrong. I can't... I'm sorry. No worries. Um, Yeah, Mr. Borland uh, says... I'm just gonna go with Mr. Borland. <laughs> Mr. Borland you says, you, uh, like, you know, Jason and Mitch, are you gonna help me out? And they're like, yeah, we're gonna co- totally do this. And to take a moment, it's really nice. I like this a lot. We get to see, like, Spy Jason, and we get to see Mitch kind of uncaged. Yep. And, like, they kind of go at it and, like, you know, kind of like Avengers-style, we all team up to beat the bad guys situation. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, it is very Avengers-style. Why Jason and Mitch need to be there, I'm not sure. Nope. But... Why they are there, because Borland's like, are you guys going to help or are you just going to watch? Like, you're just driving <laughs> behind us or what? <laughs> right, like, is just watching an option? Like... <laughs> I mean, Borla, or Mitch was working with the FBI, but Jason so far right. is just somebody that knows how to do spy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I guess he's got he's got security clearances probably still. But whatever. Yeah, and then um, the the great line where Mitch is like, "I wouldn't have missed this for the world," which just is one glasses of those, on. Oh yeah, that's 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 a good like sticks in my mind one. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then. Uh, Wit and Tom. It yeah. cuts again to Wit picking Tom up from the jail cell. Yep. Presumably. Um, and Tom is kind of interesting here. Because Tom thanks Wit for believing in him even when he didn't believe in himself. Yep. Which is kind of interesting. It gives me conflicting feelings because Wit was so anti-Novacom that he was mean to Tom in the first place, and he was so anti-Novacom that he was nice to Tom when, like, like, uh-huh. I I don't know. Wit only likes the people who hate Novacom and hates everyone who likes Novacom. Exactly, and it's just, it's kind of rough. His that, love like, is very conditional, <laughs> just like God's. Um, <laughs> I, I don't i thought you were intentionally setting me up for that i was not but i'm glad i did uh, uh and yeah and then tom is like oh yeah and now that i think about it i do remember seeing somebody near the tower and then he kind of like mentions in passing like yo i want to go see cal uh yeah because cal's in you know he's in the hospital and then he says something like you know he, he well he's he's foolish but brave yeah he's like a very brave guy for climbing up that tower he's foolish but brave yeah. It's like, oh, Tom, yeah. you're too good for this. Yeah, you're too good for this universe. Um, what? I said, also, don't encourage him. No, no, no. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Definitely illegal. And then it cuts back to the FBI 
at Novacom, right? Yep. Yeah, FBI are at Novacom with uh, Jason and Mitch. Mm-hmm. In my notes, the FBI Plus. Yeah, um, yeah. And they are combing through Novacom's records, and there's just all these references to the launch. Is it launch day or launch date? Date. I'm pretty sure it's launch date. Okay. I went back and forth like three times because it is not clear in the audio. That's fair. That's fair. I can respect that. I, I, I think I just kind of assumed that it was launch date, and then it just kind of... Right you know, auto-completed. Right. Um, and then they are looking... Yeah, so then Borland goes to... They're, they're talking... They're, like, coming through the records looking for the launch date, yep. and then Borland's like, I'm gonna go to talk Dent about it, see if he knows anything about the yep. launch date. And Jason goes with him. Yeah. And this is what we... Of course. You know, Jason's allowed in interrogations. That's fine. He's got security clearances. He can do anything. He's got yep. son. So, so yeah, so they, they go visit Dent, who's in jail. Yeah. Um, as a result of coming forward and saying that he saved the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's repeating that over and over in here. And it's here. really good, like, voice acting, like, kind of, like, eerily. Like, it's like, it doesn't even matter, because yeah. I saved it. I did yeah. it. I did it. Yeah. And I followed their plans. So, he, they're talking about... Like he He's <laughs> talking about how the how there are towers how novacom's got towers all over the world exactly and yeah. borland is caught off guard by this He's knowledge like, how do they have towers everywhere he should not be caught off guard by this knowledge no he's the fbi well he's the fbi but literally this is what jared's dad said in the yeah testified he, about like he was put into witness protection because he found out this information Yep. Yep. Why? And he works with Mitch. I don't know. Like, the FBI put him into witness protection because he came out and said that Novakov is buying all these towers around the world. And now Dent hits on that again and Borland is surprised. And it... Oh, boy. It's all right. We just have to pretend to be suspended. If he pretends to be suspended, then we're good. Yeah, and so we've got Dent talking about they're going to upload that technology from the tower in Novacom to satellites, satellites to, to towers around the world. So it can be broadcast. That's not how that really, works. Really, really dumb. Um, but cool. but the uh, I realized the only reason Jason is in this scene yeah. is so that he can be like, oh yeah, I saw this this stuff elsewhere, both yeah. in Alaska and, and in um, Guatemala. Guatemala. We're just gonna stand stand by it. Yeah, call Fain us confidence. out on Twitter, please, if we, we are wrong. Okay, please, yes, or email us. We've also had communication yeah. that way. Yeah, but I, I mean, Twitter. Twitter, Twitter's preferable. <laughs> they, yeah, so they talk about it. They don't need the boxes. Dent doesn't know anything about the launch date, but he just kind of, the scene ends with him being like, it doesn't matter, because I saved right. the world. exactly. And then we get Cal and Tom in the hospital. Yep. And... Tom and Wit are both visiting Cal. Yes, exactly. Um, um, and Cal tells them that there was nothing in the tower, which we found right. out, like, two episodes ago? No. we've This is this is the first we actually hear this. Are you serious? Because he is up in oh, the yeah, tower. Oh, yeah, because he was unconscious afterwards. And, right, he's up in the tower, and he's... Doesn't he say it? He starts to... He he says like over the walkie to Alex, yeah. like he starts to be like, "Hey, Wait. Alex, there's," and then that's when Tom shows up. Oh, uh, so listening to it again, you can be like, "Oh, he's realizing that there's nothing up there." That makes sense. But, but at the time, we don't know that. 
And so this is this is this is a big deal because there was nothing in the towers, a decoy tower. So they didn't actually stop Novacom. This is this is really important. And then we kind of why didn't Cal tell the police? Wasn't he unconscious? Sure, but if Tom and Wit are there and he's not unconscious, he's clearly been not unconscious long enough to. Like, it's a small town. He wasn't interviewed by the police. He's just a kid. <laughs> but that's that's important information. Yes, yes, it is important information. Like, they totally should have interviewed him as like, soon as he was awake, but right. even before his parents saw him. Right, that's like as soon as this guy is awake, we need to get all the information because he was on a tower that blew up and we don't know who blew it up. Yeah. Yeah, he would know. That man would know. Um, F- yeah. And then we cut to FBI, to the FBI. <laughs> in a great scene. And then he's like, where's Mitch? And he's like, uh, I think he left to see his girlfriend or something. And he's like, he's in the witness protection program. What is he doing? Yeah. And then yeah. Jason yeah. Uh, gets on the phone with Borland and tells yep. them that about the decoy yeah. tower. Jason's, or Wit calls Jason, Jason relays to Borland. Yes. Hey, the tower's a decoy. Yeah, and so, therefore, the launch date can still happen. So this technology that can infect the still the, the whole world can still happen because they weren't actually thwarted. Um, yep. Um, yeah, yeah. So we go, to, we go to Tom and Wit. And they're back at the old tower site. Yep. Again, because apparently if you just go back to where the thing blew up, then you just find right. all the answers. All right, and so they're standing and, there. We, oh, sorry. How can they see that far? Because in my head, they were like, on top of the tower. But the tower got blown up. Right. So they're on a we hill? St- and there are trees all around the tower. And can they climb the trees? Maybe there's enough of the top of the hill is deforested yeah. that they can see out over. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this we- is a tangential thing. Probably not worth it. Did you did you ever listen to the episode? It was like one of the really early ones about um, camp, uh, camp that stinks like swamp. Where, where the land that stinks like swamp. Yeah, 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 yeah he gets yeah. chased up into a tree. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I'm imagining is happening. Is that t- Wit and Tom are in a tree? <laughs> okay. Did I don't think that's what's happening, but okay. Nope. Um, they. We, this is where Wit hypothesizes that they had to change t- towers after attention was drawn to the one on Tom's property. Yeah. Why? There wasn't that much attention drawn to the one on Tom's property. No, not at all. Also. If that was the like, they wanted the one on Tom's property like way back first episode because like it was the ideal location. Yeah. But apparently they can just put this tower anyway anywhere. So why did they put the one on Tom's hill to begin with? It's all just like kind of hodgepodge. And they you know, wanted, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like we needed to have a MacGuffin and build out this climax in a way that was interesting and yeah, of course, and everything. And it's fine but it it breaks down if you if you look at it really closely it definitely is incredibly illogical um and so they're basically up somewhere really high looking around and and it's like well all the satellite dishes point to this tower right so therefore it right. must be somewhere around here did they just go to all the satellite dishes and like did they go to the ones beyond the tower well, that, were they pointing backwards like he, he well he mentions that that when Cal and Alex were were investigating things they noticed they were all pointed that direction so, sure so if if Odyssey is on the far left and the tower is in the middle mm-hmm. because or the tower is on the right of Odyssey like 
Tom's area is like on the outskirts of the town. Uh, so if all the satellites point towards Tom's, they might actually be pointing past that, which is what they figure out here. Yeah. And so basically they are pointing past it to old radio towers that do f- stuff for Connellsville and Odenton. Yep. Um, Those towers are on Forest Mountain. What a name. Forest Mountain, guys. <laughs> really just glossing over that. Just what we got to name it something. Forest Mountain. We got to name this lake, uh, uh, Trickle Lake. Cool. Moving on. Yep. Moving on. Uh, and so we've got, so there, yeah, it's in the middle. It's one of these towers, the classic, you know, finding a needle in a pile of needles. Exactly. Move where they're just like, oh, we can just hide this tower and other things. Brilliant. Why didn't you do that from the beginning? Don't know. And then Jason and Borland are together, basically. And they decode something? How do they figure it out? Yeah, he's... he's. I think they're combing through more Novacom stuff yeah. from when they seized everything. And they find out the launch date. And then the episode yep. ends with them saying, the launch date is today. Yeah. Robert Mitchell is dead. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Really good electronic score throughout yep. this. Super uh, good. There's... I whatever there, there's a weird chris actually Ruff. is it is it mitch in that scene or i, I think it's jason and yeah i think borland. it's jason i have because, jason in borland because mitch is still with connie with connie because he just ditched <laughs> because because borland has a line where he says he picked a fine time to go, go courting he says he picked a fine time to go i know this courting. i not right the, oh my gosh oh my gosh why <laughs> They of all were, the times you use the word courting, you pick like, that one. Right, right. They talk about dates yeah. throughout the series. He says it hits his girlfriend. Yeah. Like they say it earlier. Right. What a fine time to go courting. Thank why you, is, Focus on the Family, for reminding is, us that it's actually 1890. Why is it <laughs> courting? Why is it courting? Oh, well. Why is it courting? Thank goodness. And then we get a Chris wrap-up where she yep. talks about prayer, getting people through. And then... Okay. I'm gonna get on a soapbox real quick before do it, we end do the it, episode. Do it, do it, do it. I do have, it, do it. I have soapbox, a problem. Andrew. I have a problem. So basically, they're talking. She basically makes the point that like, if you're going through a hard time, the missing ingredient is prayer, and like that is right, and that is totally cool, and I am all for that. Prayer is good as a Christian. Like the Bible talks about prayer a lot. Prayer is very, very important. But Big fan I of think, prayer. Yeah, I think that the mistake that is made here is that if you pray, God's going to blow up your enemies. Ooh. And yeah. And as much as I think that maybe Focus on the Family believes that, or I think a lot of people believe that, that's not really what we see in the life of Jesus, where he prays and then he ends up sacrificing himself for his enemies. Like, we... Yeah. As much as they might get dismantled and as much as whatever like the point of praying is not to get rid of the bad guys the point of praying is to be in touch with something that provides you with peace hope and love because that's who he is not because he blows up the people that make you feel not peaceful preach soapbox removed i'm getting down that's my feelings it's 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 a good point to make no no kidding yeah i yeah i have i have feelings yeah you get the constant like you know your prayer is a weapon yeah it's like, well, sure, yeah, but not like, 
You're not attacking with it. If you're yeah, and if you're attacking anything, it's certainly not people. Right. Like right. if you if you want to stick with that metaphor, which is highly destructive, I would say think about like evil spirits maybe. Right. Yeah. Um and yeah. yeah, I don't know. Closing thoughts for the episode? Whew. Yeah, I feel like I've, we did take yeah. a deep breath. Like, we we ran a marathon. <sighs> the next one is I think just as jumpy oh my gosh so i haven't listened to it yet so i don't remember yeah i don't remember i have i have not yet either but i kind of think it's it's similarly paced yeah but but we'll also do a lot of retrospective on novacom as a whole thing yeah guys we ain't even the next episode is the last of the official novacom saga yeah that's freaking nuts. We made it, man. We freaking made it. We are at the finish line. We are at that point when you're running and you see the end and you're like, oh, sweet Jesus, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's weird. It's cathartic. We, we did it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm excited that we're not done yet. And obviously, like, we've we've had conversations as far as what we're going to do after this. Yep. On we, air. Yeah, on air. We got 14 more, 15 more. 15 more. 15 12, more. 12 Connie and Mitch, 3 Eugene returns. Yep. And then we'll move on for there. We, we might do some mini series over the summer. We might take some time off. We're yeah. definitely going to take some time off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't don't expect our release schedule to stay this consistent. We, we're going to try as much as we can, but we're also yeah. humans living lives. Yeah. Closing thoughts. I mean, the episode was incredibly jumpy. Yeah. It had a really good score. Yep. It was a lot. It was really cool to see all these characters in one episode. Yeah. I was especially excited to have, I wish I had his first name, but Jared's dad, Mr. Yeah. Dwight. Yeah. was just a good. Um, and it was really, like, that was something that I didn't remember. Like, oh, that's a very much, like, calling back to very early into the it's series. It's calling back to early stuff, but it's also giving us information that is new to some extent. Yeah. Like, exactly. where most it's of this information is just stuff we've already heard being recapped yeah it's kind of like oh yeah wait that's what was happening yeah back when they went camping in the woods by their uncle's house i know okay we made a mistake we yeah we made a mistake i was wrong on the internet sorry they let sorry us sorry to the people who have called me out about it but please interact with us on twitter exactly and tell us we're wrong that's... you could you can keep telling us that we're wrong about that episode yeah and maybe we'll apologize on air probably Again. not but maybe maybe if the mood strikes me. <laughs> Anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I honestly have no clue what happens next episode. I don't remember Exit at all. Yeah. So So much of what I remember from the end of this series... Is this episode and the one before it. <laughs> is actually from Here Today Gone Tomorrow. <laughs> oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so much of fair. what I was thinking was the end of Novacom, which is the reason we're doing the Connie and Mitch stuff. Yeah. Is because a lot of what I thought of as the end of Novacom is actually, actually like... Post-Novacom. Yeah. So. Interesting. That'll be fun. All right. Um, I don't have anything to promote this week. I am also plug-free. Um, yeah. So... We'll be back next week with the last episode. Last episode of Novacom. Episode 499. Yeah. Look at that great timing focus on the family. Finish up your 
freaking saga. Story. Yeah, your story. And then, boom, episode 500. 500. Half a thousand. That's true. We're doing it. Yep. I don't have words anymore. I'll yeah. see you next week, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lititz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Episode 27, Exactly as Planned, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Osebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wadfam Shock Pod. <laughs>